Lolly Ho! My name is Mindless Systems, and this is Deep Dungeon Discussions. This is episode six. See you next season. Deep Dungeon Discussions is where we take you, the listener, to chaotic and entertaining subjects as of discussions while we fight through Final Fantasy XIV content known as Deep Dungeon. Also, there's a catch. The episode ends when we wipe. Enjoy! And today we have our guest, Seawalker. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> All right. What's everyone, uh, what class is everyone going? Let me make sure, uh, let me get all this stuff. Gun. Gun? All right. <laughs> I'm going to play sword. Okay. <laughs> Bold choice. <laughs> I will also go gun, and then we have bow? Bow. Oh, all right. I'm sorry, no, music. That's it. Mu- gotcha. All right. <laughs> music, the deadliest of weapons. It can be a weapon if you're bad enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, While we're on the topic, I've seen yeah. you weaponize music in some of your streams. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just play answers during this really nice. <laughs> you, mm. Yes, you have weaponized music. <laughs> I should have repaired my gear. <laughs> uh oh. Wait. I don't. Does it... I don't think in here it matters. Oh, it doesn't. No. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Or we could just wipe here and uh, call it. Right. <laughs> 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 speed uh, uh we get a, a speed run for the podcast <laughs> How do you, other than Bro. just stepping on a landmine and then immediately just not <laughs> not doing anything as a, as a monster attacks you it's like <laughs> no outro or anything just yeah just end ends. Done, yeah <laughs> All right, well, thank you. <laughs> it would just be, all right, thanks for coming. Bye. <laughs> Immediately end it. I don't think anyone has ever said I've weaponized music before. <laughs> is that is that a, a good or a bad thing? I think it could be both. I, I think it really depends on... Uh... <laughs> on the context of yeah. what you're, what you're oh. playing. Because, like, it could be, you might be playing something super cursed. <laughs> I'm always yeah. playing something super cursed, hopefully. Um, or, or, <laughs> or you know, you hit, yeah. you hit people with, like, answers, and then, you know, the tears start flowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, again, I... it just, it depends on the, on the user <laughs> and their intent. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what is the song that you usually mix answers with? Like, what is your go-to answers mix? What is your answer when having to mix answers? Answers? <laughs> yes. Wait, which we might have I might have a different track name. You guys might know it is something different. It's the uh isn't it the Dalamud cutscene song? Oh, so the Dalamud cutscene song, that's is that answers or am I uh, uh you... I don't actually mix that track. Oh, but that is like, uh, are you talking about close the distance? Closing the distance? Mm, uh, I, I have heard that one. I, I don't think, I, I should mention, uh, uh, Mindless here has not actually encountered that song just yet. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm still in the middle of Endwalker. Uh, I, I've, got I've heard moon. you mix that one, and it's real good, though. <laughs> I, uh, I, I really do like, mixing the final fantasy stuff 
uh, quite a bit. It's a Have good you, painful. Uh, <laughs> it's you want to cry your eyes out. The good pain, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever mixed Wayward Daughters? All about that good pain. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that is. Uh, Sukiyomi uh, theme. Oh. oh. Uh huh. That's a good theme. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, it's kind of tricky mixing a lot of the Final Fantasy ones. It takes a lot of time of trying to see where it fits together mm-hmm. because a lot of the stuff is mostly orchestral mm-hmm. and they just they just use whatever time signature they want because they don't care about some DJ on Twitch trying to ruin their song. Also, <laughs> to be fair, Soken is a mad lad. <laughs> he is a mad lad. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he could be like in a math rock band and no one would know. Yeah. Um, um but it is it is very tricky. They they don't follow the common phrasing structure for a lot of the things. Uh so with the the Shadowbringer song, when I mixed that, I like I really just wanted to force mix it with something. Mm. And the only way that it was possible is just play it to a specific part where I know it's four on the floor and it'll go with with stuff and then create a loop out of that small section while something is playing. Okay. Like okay. Uh, the riding home part. If you just mm-hmm. loop that, it's perfectly four. But after after that, the phrase goes off into the deep end and then you start getting two bar phrases. And hmm. yeah. Um, have you so so that's the uh, Shadowbringers song itself or ha- have you done one in involving um to the edge i haven't done to the edge uh i, th- uh, I think on a personal level to the edge might be one of my favorite tracks in the whole game i'll have to actually take a look at it I, it's been a while since i've like labbed up and and did mm. another one that's a seat of sacrifice right yeah 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 oh okay, okay. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big fan. Some of the um, uh, the pulse remixes are are okay sometimes because <laughs> they kind of do I... all the hard work for me. But oh at yeah, the that's, time, that's fair. It's just what everyone hears in a venue already. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Thunder Rolls is pretty interesting. That's a that's a fun one to to throw out every now and then. But you always have to change it. Um. That's actually that that kind of leads into a, a interesting topic there. How do you feel about just the the pulse remixes and, and like the primals remixing the music kind of just in general? Um, um like you talking about uh the album as a whole? Uh just purely uh on like a uh uh not as spectator, I guess as a listener, like the the idea that they the music composers uh, are so heavily kind of ingrained into this game, which you don't get with a lot of other games where they're actively making new music and remixing like older works of theirs. I like, I think it adds interesting, like new life to the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like almost as, as, uh, as important as like a director of a movie. Hmm. I know what you mean. Yeah. Music is a really, really big part of the game. And you're talking Mm -hmm. about, uh, someone going back and like remixing the tracks that they've made, like their uh, own tracks. Also, congratulations on Frog. 
Oh, uh, hell yeah. Hey. I walked in the middle <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's kind of the point in these, is we, we don't play optimally in, in no. House of the Dead <laughs> during this. The more traps you step in, the better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more or less. Um, um, but yeah, I, I just think it's it's super cool that uh, not only the uh, you know people on the team, the development team itself, you know, bring new life into the music and, uh, you know, will remix things but it's also just super cool uh the work that fans uh have created as well i yeah i completely agree i i think if there is music out there that's posted public publicly i think anyone should do whatever they want and make it their own mm. thing as well i mean of course yeah. there's like the whole plagiarism thing don't do that obviously absolutely <laughs> yeah um, oh, I actually this thing that I made. You've done nothing to this. <laughs> I, I actually, oh no! I, I, little... I, oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm just a little curious about. Um, so, so since you, you know, DJ for for venues in this game, um, remixing music. Uh, I I don't know how often, if ever, you straight up play tracks from the game itself, but have like. It, is Square Enix generally pretty cool with that? Like, just for content creators? They haven't ever reached out to me for it. And I think it's because I changed the song so much to where it doesn't really hit, uh, like, hit the algorithm and stuff. But also, Twitch is ridiculously lenient on DMCA copyright stuff. Mm-hmm. As long as the, like, the VODs don't have anything specific in there. Because... If it's live stream, then you have the argument of, oh, well, they're not going back and listening to it or taking it as their own property or anything. It's the VODs that can get you in trouble, but I've mm. never encountered anything like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. But they have like the absolute best lawyers uh, <laughs> in the entire world. So I hopefully it doesn't come to that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I mean, with how many people do that? Uh, you know, DJing and just like remixing music. I, I feel like if it you know was a bigger issue, then we know, know about it people, by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's always the argument of like, well, I'm playing the music for the game that I bought in front of people that are all subscribed to the game. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Is that argument? Um, yeah. But the pulse thing that that is, it's kind of interesting finding out uh the like how insanely uh diligent i'm going to use the word diligent that square is on their copyright stuff and then also releasing the pulse thing like under the actual square license and giving them permission to do it yeah i think it's cool that they did it um yeah i i think it's great i think it's a good step mm. it's it's nice to see the development team so kind of closely intertwined with with the uh you know consumers like with the with the you know fan community uh and, and things like that but the music mm-hmm. and stuff like that it's it's very nice to see because there are certain games uh and like communities where the it very much feels like the players versus the developers and that's never a good mm-hmm. Never a world of Warcraft. Yeah, I know exactly. Hey, yes. It's whenever whenever the developers feel like they are looking down 
on the players and like saying, oh, well, you don't really know any better because you're not a game developer. Then that's that's when the whole tonal shift starts and mm -hmm. your game goes downhill. But oh, yeah. Final Fantasy hasn't really done that. Yeah, no, they've just looked down the nose and be like, stop breaking the game with these things. Yeah, and the, <laughs> be uh, be the better. portrait scenario as well. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Whenever portraits first came out, the memes <laughs> were just... Oh, it, it was knew, some of the best fun that I've had in this game. It was really good. And I knew exactly that was... like I knew that was going to happen as soon as they announced it. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I think everyone did. I'm just not sure how they, <laughs> they didn't see that. <laughs> I, I think Square does have an issue of of just being kind of blind sometimes. Like a, another recent example is the Tonberry uniform. <laughs> yes, uh, do kind of look like a penis. Some extracurricular yeah. content on that one. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> I yeah. feel like they secretly know what they're doing, and they're just like trying to see who's going to be the first person to achieve it. You know, I Maybe. really hope that is the case. I hope maybe it's case. yeah. Maybe it's like there's a few people in there that are just like I'm gonna sneak this in for the people who are like, oh, this is absolutely a penis, and then we're all just <laughs> like, yes. It's just there. I, there are certain like no, not really. I feel like developers or something. Like I feel that, like with but... the, the kind of humor of this game and the writers, mm -hmm. I've, I I feel like a lot of times it's intentional. Yeah, you know, it's just like they're quietly like laughing to themselves as they put that in, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that it's the case. Considering, <laughs> consider the the like name of the eat bread emote it's called well bread <laughs> if if they aren't how how are you this gullible please it's like, called well bread it's called it's, well yeah, bread it is called well bread yeah like, is, is yes. there a meme there that i'm missing <laughs> the, the, oh no <laughs> the breeding kink <laughs> Oh, well bread. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was... Sorry, I, I'm a huge sourdough fan, so my mind is oh, on the grain, <laughs> not the pain. Oh. <laughs> oh, sourdough is pretty good though. Do you um have uh, you messed around with making your own? Hell no. I, I'm not getting down that hyperfixation. I've got way too many already. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, sourdough is it's kind of its own little fucking world. <laughs> I'll benefit okay. off of other people's experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have I have a question because we already kind of stepped on this topic and I have a very interesting, I wouldn't say interesting stance on this, but I'd like to know, Seawalker, what is your stance on Nightcore? Nightcore. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, it's probably one of the very few genres that I do not have like an actual library for. Um, Nightcore is like the opposite of Vaporwave. Mm -hmm. And um, as a genre, yeah. it's 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 kind it's of a there. tricky one. <laughs> it, it is just there it's and it's just... kind of like a meme genre. Mm hmm. Bit, there yeah. are other genres that are produced better that kind of sound the same. I'm sorry, but when I find 90% of the Nightcore 
like, oh, it's a remix of something. It's literally just the song sped up and nothing else. And that irks me. Oh, I hate that. That's why I'm saying it's the opposite of Vaporwave, because Vaporwave is the same song, just slowed down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that that part, because when they when they say that it's Nightcore, that means we we just sped up the song and that's it. Mm hmm. I feel like that's what most people just say. Oh, it's Nightcore just because I sped up the vocals, gave it all chipmunk and and then called it called it a day. Look at this completely new thing that I made. I mm. (laughs) yeah, I will get heated about that. (laughs) Nightcore is a very contentious. It's very divisive, like genre among like people, you know, music enjoyers. You will see people just kind of go to war <laughs> with each other over it, I, which is, I guess, true for any genre. But it feels like nightcore in particular is just like people either love it or they hate it. I I will not yuck somebody's yum, but I I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and and a friend of mine is just like, but there is good nightcore remixes, and I was like, show me one. He showed me one, and I was like, good. Now show me ninety percent of the other ones. And he was like, I can't blame you there. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's just there are good ones, and I was like, if you could go through that haystack and find the one good one, good for you. Uh, but I'd I'd sooner just not care about the genre. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's fair i i will say uh props to that mutual friend of ours because he he did go through and find some pretty good ones mm-hmm. <laughs> was it good or was it like tolerable like was it just like oh okay this is not like passable I, um, <laughs> I wouldn't say passable personally passable <laughs> the bar, I, I would the say bar is really low for that to, in in fairness they weren't songs that i was otherwise like a fan of or familiar with mm-hmm. um or or i was familiar but just like kind of passing familiarity so mm-hmm. uh maybe if i heard some stuff like i haven't heard any final fantasy nightcore and i'm not you know in a hurry to but yeah <laughs> there might be some good stuff there but i mean uh, i could i could i could get that up right now if you want me to i'll take master tempo <laughs> off I'll turn <laughs> key sync off and then just set it up to plus thirty. We are we got some. We are once again talking about weaponizing music, <laughs> <laughs> weaponizing it to harm people. This is going to be <laughs> awful. <laughs> but yeah, you know, yeah. it might actually be good. It might be that little bit that's actually pretty good. <laughs> It'd be a bar that actually does DPS. Yeah. Whoa. Would, uh, <laughs> hey, would you okay? Would you consider nightcore to be like a lazy form, like a lazy genre? Uh, honestly, uh, it's hard because I honestly don't even consider it to be a genre. Hey. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I think that's what it really is. Is like it's not really a genre. It's I went just, the wrong way. Wait, am I going the right way? Oh, wait, no, I went the wrong way. More of like a modification. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would say that's fair. It's like a, a bundle of aesthetics where someone found out the, 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 the way with the least resistance to accomplish what they want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never been interested in DJing that genre at all, which mm-hmm. probably says something. <laughs> I, I love, I love uh, 
playing pretty much every genre. Um, but Nightcore is definitely not one of them. Yeah. What would you um, say is your favorite genre to DJ? Uh, it really depends on what week it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I go through phases quite frequently. Oh, no. Now. <laughs> My bad. D- d- depends on, on the mood, basically. Yeah. Uh, but on, as a whole, overall, something that I could always mix all the time that I always want to would probably be hard techno. Mm, nice. Techno has kind of a weird stigma behind it in the States. It it does. I I got into techno and then learned about other EDM and then I got fixated on dubstep. <clears throat> I grew up with that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, that's like what got my foot in the door for DJing and like was techno. Uh, no, dubstep, actually. Oh. I started off as as that and went into like house and bass house stuff. I think that was like two, like 2015, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. nice. Around 2015. That's when I did uh, all the IRL club stuff. I I feel like at the time, like like circa like 20. 20- uh, 12 to like 2016 mm-hmm. uh edm was just everywhere kind of, it was huge like, skyrocketing mm-hmm. especially like in the west uh, or, yeah. or i guess in the states uh in north america but uh yeah i i definitely had my phase with it although i think i kind of leaned more into like like house uh and and stayed in that lane for a bit i never mm-hmm. really got too into dubstep yeah uh, I, I think house would probably be like the most comfort zone that I have. Mm-hmm. It's mm. very fun to mix. It's very malleable. Everything, like all the tracks, have a very specific formula to them, which lets you do even more. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Kind of uh, like once you've got sort of a bit of like mastery over it, you can kind of break the yes. rules from that point. Yeah, very very easy to mix, but there's so many fun things you could do with it. Uh, I think okay. one of my favorite uh, DJs just to to listen to is James Hype. Hmm. He does a lot of interesting things with Tech House, which is notably to be like a boring genre, mm-hmm. but he almost plays uh like a cdj's almost as an instrument and i've taken really heavy inspiration from that of like i don't have to just sit there and transition and mix and then okay the next song is done i'm i don't have to do anything more Mm -hmm. like how far can i push it without being annoying (laughs) (laughs) yeah um well speaking of uh of djing so uh i i think you mentioned that you did it uh a little bit uh, IRL DJing, and then mm-hmm. uh, you've been DJing in fourteen for for a couple years now, right? Uh, I'd say I hit my like one year anniversary in January, so maybe a little bit more than one year. Oh. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I did a lot of IRL DJ stuff in fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, and then I just kind of grew very sick of the scene in general. It's all very uh, yucky with 
drugs and people trying to step over you and taking mm-hmm. advantage of people to get up higher on the social ladder. Yeah. It's kind of ass. Mm. And it, it just completely made me very uh, unmotivated to keep going with that stuff. Uh, but then, very much I mean, I've always, yeah. <laughs> uh, but with Final Fantasy, like I've, I've played Final Fantasy since like ARR on and off. Mm. Uh, and then my friend showed me like the the way he pitched it to me was, uh, "Are you interested in human trafficking?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he took you to an auction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what, what the hell are you oh talking about? You're telling you're saying that people are being sold. And <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> like some kind of. Uh, Digital what meat a, market or something. <laughs> what a sales pitch! Holy yeah. Crap. yeah. I mean, when you think about it, that's really how it is. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, I was pl- like, I was surprised. Like, okay, I was like, yeah, this I'm really is. <laughs> this really is human trafficking. This is absolutely insane. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, they've got like a DJ playing here. I'm like, what? Are they, what are you talking about? There's just someone standing on stage. Uh, and he's like, oh, they do it on Twitch. So I tuned in. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I used to DJ. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do this. <laughs> and then uh, then just did that for a long time. <laughs> that's that's so cool. Honestly, the I, there's you know uh, as with anything, it's got its issues. But I love the venue scene in this game mm-hmm. of just the kind of creative creativity that comes out of it. Yeah. Um, also, to briefly touch on, uh, as you put it, human trafficking, um, <laughs> uh, those auctions that people run, a lot of times uh, people will promote uh, you know, their artistic talents. You know, they'll do mm-hmm. uh, sketches, drawings, um, all, all kinds of cool stuff has come out of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the cool me, and, mm, me and Mindless have a uh, mutual friend, actually, that... Uh, went over to one of those and uh was able to get uh some uh artwork of their uh of their character and it it was, it was pretty cool like i i love seeing the kind of stuff that comes out of that i am still trying to get them to uh essentially respond to a dm so that i can get them on for next season <laughs> that's really cool yeah that oh, yeah. That, yeah. that part's awesome i i definitely i think auctions have been completely beaten to the ground like they used to do them so often mm-hmm. and it would just be like the same few people that are just trying to get some guild to do crafting stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. i like um, how diverse it is now there's so many things that people can offer like it's really fun yeah that's i think uh, we had an idea of me posing a long time ago mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh, there's a, it was a long time ago where I, I can't remember which venue owner it was ta- we were talking about. Um, but I was talking to them and I was like, why don't we do like just an artist only uh, like auction kind of thing without the uh, the human trafficking part? <laughs> <laughs> without the adult content, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now that's a that's a interesting idea. Okay, well, I know I, like the art parties exist and those things. I know people like auction like do their art. Uh, well, like sell their art and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I, there is a uh, uh, a group of role players 
over on Crystal, um, and they recently did a big venue night where the uh, venue itself was an art gallery, and they did like an auction where um, people uh, who were participating they actually created uh, pieces of art to to basically auction off for. I, I believe it was Gil. Um, I, I don't know the specifics of it, but uh, I, I think that's really interesting. That's awesome. I, I think yeah. my friend went to that. Uh, they were telling me about that they went to like an art show. This is a, was, an uh, IRL friend of mine, so I'm like, okay, that's real cool. You own a house and you go to an art show. Don't talk to me about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 in game. In game. <laughs> that's that's pretty wow, good. Wow, uh, did. Mm-hmm. And, and then we're they just say, here walking no, around like we game. rent the place. Yeah. <laughs> And then he says, no, in the game. And you're like, okay, you have a house. And you went to an art gallery. Congratulations, you won the lottery. <laughs> yeah. How's he have it? In Minecraft loophole. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. By no means does anyone here need to throw themselves under a bus. But uh, have uh, has anyone here uh, participated in auctions? If they want to share. I recently just got bought at an auction. <laughs> Let's go. Relative um, content. Yeah. I yeah. It was a, I got bought for um five mil. Yes. And I offer like G posing and just content running in general. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fun. I, I offered yeah, I offered low effort art, which is basically <laughs> how how fast and how like basic can i make your character look almost like a, a meme drawing or of a your warrior of light no, God, stop. <laughs> oh, no 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 i feel really bad about it <laughs> uh, uh at an auction and uh the house bought it and i had to make their giraffe like they had a giraffe named bob or what is the giraffe equivalent in <laughs> It's it's your favorite mount. How do you not know? (laughs) Are you talking about the camel? The damel. Yeah, damel. It's it's giraffe enough. (laughs) It's like a camel giraffe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But also, as you put it, it's your favorite mount. How do you not know? It's only because it's a giraffe. I won't call it its actual. Do you actually read the text on your mounts? I sure don't. I just picked the one that's uh, pretty and makes the good noise. <laughs> the good stuff. Okay. Good music. We we kind of briefly touched on this, but as a, a quick aside, mm-hmm. the item and like text descriptions on a lot of stuff in this game are, are just chock full of like basically inside jokes and memes. Yeah. That's well, all that's like the, the TOS text. Yeah. Reading the fat cat one is always traumatizing, and I try not to read it. But oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> tell me, tell me, I need to know now. <laughs> I really wish I knew it off the top of my head, but it's like it's a dead cat, or basically, or something <gasps> like that. And, what the hell? Yeah. Oh no! That and they're cat making is money like, off of this. Yeah, it's because it's so cute, but it's like a dead cat. <laughs> oh, are are you referring to the mount or the minion? Uh, the mount. Okay, with the minion, it's a bit different. The minion is like, yeah, so this cat is a fat piece of shit, but it's adorable. <laughs> and it found out that uh, 
it can be lazy and get fed if it just follows adventurers around. So that's what it does. Nice. <laughs> I know, like, one of the newer mounts um, for, like, the deep dungeons. Or, uh, Based on sorry, what? The variant dungeon or something. <laughs> Shut it's up, like... Mindless. <laughs> Based on what? <laughs> Based on what? <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Oh, terrible. Sorry, Hoshi, go on. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I know this is like spoiler, but I guess not really. It's the the, the new like mouse looking mount. Yeah, the sponge. The oh, this yeah, yeah it's silky. the thing's a it's, parasite. It's, yeah, it's has to rat. Me and uh, my girlfriend recently got that. Hey, I recently got it myself. Really cool. Nice. It's it's a, it is, but it's kind of upsetting when you know that bit of information. Yeah, that it's just it's basically just, just being puppeted. <laughs> it's kind of like when when your friend pronounces it GIF. <laughs> um, actually, uh, it's pronounced Jod. Oh no! Stop! <laughs> I'm about to wipe. <laughs> I gotta get out of Fair. here. Fair. <laughs> Have you tried the uh, the hard mode of that encounter? Oh yeah, it's, oh, it's insane. So hard. It's actually insane. It's really insane. We were like just casual. Uh, me and my girlfriend and two other uh, friends of ours were like, "Yeah, let's just let's just try it out. It'll be fun." And then we sat there for two hours and didn't even uh, complete it at all. We got pretty close, but oh my god, it's it's insanely hard. Um, I need to go yeah. back and try again. I really want to clear it, but it's just one of those things where it takes like pressure. You gotta like focus in and. Hans is sweating. It is. Yeah, the it last, is. like, five percent. It is spaghetti <laughs> yeah. content, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's fun, though, for sure. Um, I love hard four-man content. Yeah. I really wish they'd do more. Uh, I, I, that's why I'm pretty excited about the next patch and getting a new uh, variant dungeon. Oh. Oh. Okay, nobody oh. said we wanted oh. to wipe, oh. but... <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> Sometimes life finds a way also, to just paper, end. Paper cranes, thank you for the raid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I usually don't talk about stream, but because it's the podcast part, but damn. Hey, appreciate that, paper cranes. Thank you so much. Hey, at least it's not me this it. time. Well, yeah, like, we'll, exactly. We'll just completely <laughs> drop kayfabe and we yeah, just go yeah. into stream mode. No kayfabe. <laughs> Um, oh, what were we even talking about? <laughs> uh, hard, hard content. Things. Yeah, hard. Oh, uh, yes. Hard. Uh, hard. Actually, that, that, that does kind of raise a, a question. What what kind of uh, content do you typically, you know, like when you're not, you know, DJing a venue, uh, what, what do you typically go for? Do you raid or? Uh, well, pre-DJing, I was heavily into static content. And now mm. I don't do it anymore don't really have a group i really like uh savage content quite a bit we actually i, I did um p1 through four hey nice it, i think it took us like two months it was pretty long time because we had so many roster switches mm -hmm. uh, and that usually happens at the beginning of an expansion because people love the game, and then they move on to something else, which I can definitely relate to. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, usually I, I really like uh, Savage content quite a bit. 
I'm not sure if I had the time to dedicate to um, ultimates. Ultimate, I really want yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, me and my FC are currently going through some scuffed Savage content where uh, we're going through uh, P uh, 1 through 4 right now. And Love it. Uh, pretty much everyone has already uh, cleared them except for a few. And they wanted to do the thing where it's like, we want it to be as close to the on-release experience. So it's uh, ah. main item level. It's, it's mi- no echo, minimum item level. And uh, it's so far been pretty curse. That yeah, back in my fun. day when we didn't have all these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah. I'm not um, going to call anyone out, but there is a dragoon. Who oh, just... yeah. it's always it's always a dragoon <laughs> it's always a dragoon okay so you know the you know the mechanic where it's the um it's the fire it's p1 it's the fire and ice uh like detonations yeah, the, the pizza dark uh, where yep. split up in the grid yep it's yeah called the pizza phase yeah 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 they because of jump they keep wiping us completely and it's just like can you just not jump for like a second <laughs> such a coon no it's just <laughs> like how did, we're, yeah we're like how did we wipe and the dragon is just like yeah sorry i wasn't my square <laughs> well at, at least he's he's coming forward be like uh, i don't know it's uh i mean yoshi p made me this class just for me so i don't know why we're wiping because i'm using my abilities <laughs> <laughs> oh i hate that uh, <laughs> luckily, I, I mean the person doing it, it, it here, like they're great. Um, they've already cleared this, and part of it is like it's supposed to be for fun. So like we're kind of memeing as we do it. We're not taking mm-hmm. it too serious because again, most people have already done it and cleared it. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, he's no, no, no. Oh, he's no. just really overzealous about jump, so it's like you know, it's we get laughs out of it, but it is kind of frustrating when it's like, okay, we've wiped five times in a row. Yeah, that part is definitely annoying, and uh, I don't know, like jump, like the the way that the encounters are designed, or to make you, you have to force your character mechanics around the boss, not make the boss go around your class mechanics. Which is yeah. what makes it so different from other MMOs. Yeah. That's pretty funny though. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 been fun, but just slightly cursed. Do you have a favorite or should we talk about like E one through four content? I don't know how spoiler that is. Considering um, uh that I have seen a bit of it, like the uh I've seen the savages. I haven't seen any, like, I have no context for the story-wise, and uh, whenever I do my blind uh, shot-calling run of the normals, it's just normals. Yeah. And by that time, by the time that I get there, I'll probably have already forgotten most of it. <laughs> but yeah, my, Honestly, my little... Honestly, uh, not really relevant. I don't even my, remember uh, it, if that says anything. Uh, like, my go-to... joke like bit of content that I I was able to do is um, I shot call blind like I I don't know what any of the mechanics are I don't know what they're called like I don't have any 
I don't look up a guide. And then the I part. convince seven people to basically <laughs> say, uh, just be as ignorant as me and continue to just like ignore certain <laughs> mechanics if I don't call it out. Okay, so what? it's like competitive gaslighting. It's basically free invitation to just kind of grief him. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Oh, it's like an emotional <laughs> tug of war. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then uh, someone else starts calling out stuff. <laughs> it, yeah, Actually, it's not like having did. a clown in like a werewolf game. Uh, um, I, 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 I will... did have somebody like come in and try and like shot call over me and we were like guys this is for fun <laughs> yes we're going to wipe but the joke is i have to do shots of fireball whenever i do it and that's the funny part <laughs> the the, the wiping is worse. absolutely part of part of the fun because we would absolutely set up scenarios where we would intentionally wipe yes just so that i can enjoy the Yummy taste, cinnamony taste of fireball. Crippled <laughs> lost. You're supposed to lose against the Luka goers. <laughs> oh my god. Don't get me started about the fucking Luka goers. <laughs> we were talking about Final Fantasy X before this, and it's the, the like the only Final Fantasy game that I've played outside of 14. Mm. And I'm almost done finishing it. I'm like right before the quote unquote final boss. Hey, uh, you've been streaming that, haven't you? No, I no? don't. I don't usually stream video games. No, because mm. like I... with DJing and stuff, like that already takes so much of my social media, so much. Mm. And mm. then when I'm on, when I'm not, it's just like perfect recharge time. Yeah, yeah. There's... But it's been fun. Recently, got into Blitzball. <laughs> get walk a celestial weapon. And then yeah. realized how OP Jack Shot is. Yeah, Jack Shot is so good once you have it. Once I you just, teach you... it to your entire team, oh, <laughs> you, your whole team can learn it. Uh, I think so. I might be mistaken. Because uh, I'm pretty sure you can at a certain point, but there's also the thing where you know how it's like, hey, you talk to people and you can recruit them to play. Yes, the there might thing. just be specific players that can learn it, but I'm pretty sure more than uh, just <laughs> Titus can learn it. But God, sense. the jet shot is so good. It's it's really really good. I've I've just been cheesing the hell out of people with the recruiting brother, which is on the airship, and he has mm -hmm. the highest speed ever. So yeah. you bait the entire enemy team to follow you which is like four dudes get far enough away and then you just pass it to titus and then yeah you, it's, you just it's get an instant easy goal. win <laughs> yeah. easy win brother is a really good player because of that just anyone that's got speed honestly can just win that for you because it's like haha i will just take all of you with me yeah especially against the the ronzos who are just <laughs> they're just walking tanks yeah it's really funny I think they, I, I think, yeah, they're like, um, HP pool is a, a lot larger. God, there's so many, Massive. the breakdown on, on the stats and how that works is, is upsetting to me. Um, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I wish, um, like, uh, Final Fantasy 14 is like the perfect medium to just put that in. 
Blitzball. That is I not the first time that we've talked about putting Blitzball in. I've, yeah, in I've met a lot podcast. of people talking about. It. There's a good reason for it. <laughs> Conceptually, Blitzball is super cool. In practice, like actually playing it in ten Blitzball is kind of terrible. But I feel like there's a way they could implement it into fourteen in a way that's really fun. Like like almost like a PvP mode, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, we have Mahjong, which is the best Mahjong medium ever. I, okay, as someone who dislikes Mahjong, I will say, uh, the Yakuza games, they're, the Mahjong in there, pretty oh. fun. I've played it in here. I'm actually currently trying to get the uh, associated, like, achievements and stuff for Mahjong. Oh, but, interesting. Uh, Sorry for your loss. Yeah, it's 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 been rough. Look, sometimes I just love to torture myself. I recently went through and did the challenges uh, to uh, for the uh, what's it called, Lord of Verminion. Oh yeah, yeah. So sometimes I just like to abuse myself in this game, apparently. But uh, yeah, no, the going through and doing mahjong, it's like it's awful, but at least it's not too bad. Like, I think the it, hardest it, thing is just understanding how to play the game to begin with. Understanding yeah. the rules, yeah. Yeah. There, there are some like understand. helpful guides. Uh, I, I think Blitzball would work out. I think yeah. it'd be sick. Yeah. And there's uh, there's a lot of cool like if they if they did like a PvP kind of thing, there's a lot of really cool arenas they could do mm-hmm. too. To uh, navigate the conversation away from. <laughs> 14 for a moment uh and another thing that i have noticed that you are quite into uh jojo's bizarre adventure favorite part (laughs) you're gonna do it aren't you (laughs) i I did oh yeah i I wanted to do it i mean i think it's on the docket of obvious five right got yeah of course yep dedicated my entire arm to that okay but media but yeah Tell me, yeah, tell me why Giorno is better than Bucciarati. Um, (laughs) I think Giorno is the perfect representation of the manga as a whole. He is, he's like, ah, the, the, the best way I like to tell it is that he's extremely selfless when it comes to him trying to accomplish his dream and everything and he's the least main character main character and that's why i like him the most that that is uh, you do touch on the how he doesn't feel like a main character i feel like bucciarati definitely steals the show in that series he's the mom he's everyone's fucking mom yeah yeah uh but yeah i can kind of see how you like how you say that he's probably the Jojo that makes the most sense as a Jojo whenever you look at the manga as a whole with how ridiculously creative the solutions are and how also equally ridiculous the problems can be. (laughs) I I will say, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. You go ahead. Um, Just the application uh, one of the things that uh, makes Shona uh, stick out to me is the applications of Golden Wind, yes, or Gold Experience, uh, wh- whichever which 
whichever side of the aisle you want to lean on. Um, but uh, the way he utilizes it is so fa- like some of the most inventive that I've seen in the in the series. It's really, really, really good, and it's like it's it's an amazing sense of progression to where he's not like this the stand user that knows everything like star platinum was just i'm here okay. and i'm giant massive muscle boy that punch yeah. fast very good i punch end of question <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and giorno has the approach where he was just like born with it and he's like okay yeah this is what i do but the more he sees his surroundings and the more people that he encounters with like the the baby face mm-hmm. uh chapter is like him actually learning like hey you did this that's a that's an interesting idea i'm gonna see how i can also apply this Mm -hmm. uh and the other point of why i like him so much is that he is he rides the line of um like gray morality Mm -hmm. do you um what would you say that part uh, part five would that be your favorite oh yeah yeah for sure okay i think the one that is tiny 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 very tiny bit underneath part five is part seven i mm. love steel ball run so goddamn much I, I need i need to read part, it part seven's really good i am so curious to see what that looks like animated Mm. Yeah, they yeah they all but announced that they're doing it right, or did I, they uh, announce, like the, I think that's the plan. The thing is, I think with them having Part Six such a success on Netflix, they're probably going to do it. But before, I was very very convinced they're never going to animate Part Seven. And there's yeah. someone brought up a very good point. I think it was in some kind of Reddit thread or whatever. I don't remember where. Uh, but animating horses is an extremely difficult task. Mm-hmm. It it sure is, and I'm real worried that we're going to end up with like a berserk 2016 scenario. Like oh, no. if you're if anyone has seen that, the horses that they animated on that, oh no, it's hard. Uh, it's very hard, and the whole fucking manga is on horses. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but. At the same time, like if if any time they're going to animate it, I think technology has progressed far enough to where it's probably possible. Mm-hmm. Like even yeah. if we get shitty like three D Code Lyoko horses, I'm okay with oh. it. Oh my god! Did you just Code Lyoko? Code Lyoko. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that was a forehead. Oh. Code Lyoko, I have like just weirdly oh. fond memories of that terrible terrible french anime <laughs> it's weird was it it's french so... yeah it was I french think it was french animated yeah yeah I'm just... I, I used Listen... to watch it when i would come home from school and it's just like this is like bad this but is a show. in a way that i enjoy it, i don't know it's weird it's like I'm the so glad. the opposite of uh avatar last airbender yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that uh, we went from Code Lyoko to Last Man because, yeah. oof. Ta- yeah, talking also, about fr- French anime. Oh, Last yes. Man is incredible. 
uh seawalker if you have not watched last man i definitely like that is my one anime like recommendation and i don't even like consider it all that anime it's french animation it was made by mondo uh and it's super well paced uh like the story super good i'm super down and the the episodes are what 13 minutes long and it's a 26 episode series yeah, it started as a uh, as like a web series. Uh, it's so it's based off of a uh, a French comic, mm-hmm. and then they they kind of turned it into like a a little web series. Um, and then uh, it had its run for uh, I I think what was it? Uh, you said thirteen episodes. It was twenty six episodes. Oh, twenty six episodes. Might might yeah. be they're they're like thirteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, like thirteen um, minutes. So it's like a. 13 episode series if you like pop every two episodes together but it's it's so well paced it's very it's like very bingeable Mm -hmm. Um, i think actually the first time that i ever watched it i did like just binge (laughs) i think that's how i experienced it for the first time it was like pretty sure that was more or less an all-nighter uh over at your place at one point yeah, yeah. For very like good show. The smallest second, I thought you distilled Avatar: The Last Airbender into just Last Man. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's the last, last, last lad. Last man. <laughs> well, at that point, we would call it Last Boy. Last lad. <laughs> last air guy. <laughs> He's a bud. I would say an air bud. And he's the last. I hate this. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 good. Uh, also, uh, Airbender is good. But do we have any strong opinions about Korra? I watched the beginning of Korra, and I lost interest in it. Mm. I thought it was cool. I thought it was very progressive for our generation at the time, and I mm-hmm. think that part was really really cool. Uh, but other than that, it was, uh, I don't know. I don't remember a whole lot from it, which probably says something. Yeah. Uh, back on the topic of JoJo's, uh, Uh, what would you say is your favorite, like, Dan battle? Oh, Mm, that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. Favorite stand battle. There's so many good ones in five. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. It's hard to decide. I'm just going to list some, some of the ones that I really like and then probably shortlist it from there. Mm-hmm. I think the Green Day fight was very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, seven page Muda, all that. Mm-hmm. That's great. But like the actual solution behind it, I. I I'm such a massive sucker for like the ridiculous puzzle box fights. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting I, gimmick or puzzle fights are the coolest. Yeah. Oh yeah. Honestly, I think one of my favorites was in part six with uh, 
is it Highway Go Go? I don't remember the stand name, but the one That's that only lets part... you remember three things at once. Oh, that, Highway Go Go is from Part Four. Part but Four. I don't, I, I, yeah, Highway Star or Highway Go Go. Yeah, I don't recall that in Part Six, but also I have like. I've been spoiled for part six. I know like some of the stuff. I don't know okay. every fight. This isn't like major spoilers. This is like right. an intermediate. But there's a stand I, I that. that part six, yeah. Oh, it's, it's Jailhouse Rock. That's the name of the stand. Uh, My uh, bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the concept is like you can only remember three things at once. So if you learn a new piece of information, the one on that back slot is completely disappeared. So Jolene has to like write stuff on her arm. And like the scene starts with her not remembering anything and then she's reading her arm. And then as she's reading her arm, she's forgetting what she just read. And it's like a complete nightmare situation. That that um, does sound like an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Uh Eric really just watched Memento and was like, huh, I'm gonna turn that <laughs> yeah. to a stand. <laughs> And the like the solution to that was absolute batshit insane. Like one of the most JoJo moments I've encountered. And it's not even like a huge significant fight. It's one of the interme- intermediate ones. Uh I would say that part has one of my favorite stands, uh, weather report. Oh man. Yeah, weather report's so good. Such a cool character. Mm-hmm. The stand power itself is pretty cool. Yeah, I I really like him. He's he's yeah. such a cool character. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where if if I can ask, where is everyone at with um part six? Because I think I actually this while we're talking about JoJo, I I do want to kind of pull everyone. So I guess two questions here: How does everyone feel about the kind of current release cycle of like basically the Netflix model of it's coming out in batches instead of just kind of uh. Or, or, or sorry, it's it's dropping all at once instead of coming out like episode at a time. Um, I think that I I wait for things to release fully before I binge the hell out of them. Mm. I don't necessarily I don't, I don't know why I've been like this. Probably because of rampant ADHD of hyperfixation, where if I'm into something, I just want to dig all the way into it until I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think that like gradual episodic releases in general is a good idea. Like, okay. it's well, at the same it, time, it's kind of stupid because if you if you wanted the choice to have that, you could just do that on your own. Like, OK, I'm just going to watch one episode a week. True. That is fair. Uh, it, it's one of those things, though, I, I think where I haven't heard a lot of people talk about part six, but I remember, you know, previous parts where episode would come out and like, you know, Twitter and like the internet is just kind of going nuts about that. You know, last episode of Jojo, <laughs> it feels like with part six, with the way it released uh, as it did and just like, you know, a big batch, it, it seemed like we didn't really get that, that discourse. Well, they released it the the first half and then they released the second half which is normal yeah. because a season is like 20 episodes or so 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I know what you mean, because I'm kind of like experiencing that with part nine where like a chapter gets released and like the entire community is like, what the fuck? And all that other <laughs> kind of stuff. That part's really cool. And with, I think with Jojo being a manga primarily and the animation is just, it's an animation for, for the people that usually aren't into manga. Mm-hmm. I think if or you're, want, yeah. Or want yeah, to see like, like how it adapts. Exactly. Like the, the people that are like really, really into it, they're going to read the manga. And those are the kind of people that are going to cause the discourse in the community and talk with each other and everything. Whereas people that just want a casual playthrough, for lack of a better term of Jojo, mm-hmm. binging it on Netflix is a great idea as well. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's, that's pretty fair. Uh, speaking of the manga, um, I part nine is the only one i haven't checked out or sorry part is sorry is it eight or nine jojo I think land. part nine is jojo land right yeah jojo lands is the one that just came out like yeah a few months ago yeah uh so sorry jojo leon part eight is oh uh, uh, yeah part eight is it, a, a fucking ride i'm not finished i'm actually currently reading part eight the it's the only one i haven't like read or, or checked out and I hear it's really interesting, but it's just uh, it, it's the only one that I haven't like latched on to yet. It's I think it's amazing. It's really good. It ties in a lot of stuff from part seven. Mm. Um, it he definitely plays with the genre quite a bit. It is, oh, that it sounds is the fun. least it is the least aura aura punch fight hit things. And I think that's what threw people off from it is because it doesn't follow that uh, that formula of fighting each other which is the original fan base they grew up with it but it definitely matured a shit ton yeah. and I actually really appreciate it for that and it's uh, yeah that, that also reminds me with part 7 midway through when Araki was writing part 7 he actually switched from Shonen Jump to Ultra Jump for mm-hmm. two reasons. One, he had a mature fan base. So like every all like all of the people that grew up reading JoJo and stuff, they're all older now. So mm. he can't do it on Shonen Jump, which is primarily just Shonen, obviously. Yeah, uh, and he needed a fewer release cycle. Audience. Yeah, a younger audience, exactly. And Ultra Jump is more of an older audience and Part eight is the only like it's the first one where it's released on Ultra Jump. So he's not trying to create content for the Shonen Jump stockholders to let him put his manga on the magazine. It that, is fully on mature from the start. That's nice. That probably that probably gives him a lot more kind of uh freedom. Yeah. Freedom and, and kind of control with it. I I mean I'm sure there's because yeah, I I think a lot of people that are familiar with JoJo know about some of the you know force changes or or what you know might be speculative like uh, changes that he had to make uh, just because mm-hmm. of it being with Shonen Jump. Uh, I I mean one of the examples I can think of is um, Part Six itself. I, I'm like dead certain that uh 
Jolene is supposed to be a lesbian, um, or at least bisexual, and I, and I can't remember the character's name. Sorry, I'm a little bit further away from part six, but uh, there there's uh, Jolene's partner in that. I'm pretty sure was originally planned to be female. Um, uh, and, and I had, what's the that? the very beginning where they run they run over a guy. Hermes. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, her, or is, no. It, is it Hermes? Her, no, Hermes is uh, the kiss stand user. Yeah, which, by the way, fucking amazing stand. <laughs> amazing stand underutilized as hell. Could have done yes. so much more cool shit with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I do apologize. It's it, it's been a while since I've uh, like read that part um, or, or even watched it. So. Oh, you're uh, talking about Anasui, the dude who's like super all over her. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, Anasui, yeah, yeah. As a uh, uh, diver down, Stan. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that guy. I, I don't know like how true this is. Uh, I'm I'm no JoJo expert, but I had heard that that was uh, one of the things that had to be changed of uh, that character originally being like female and it being a lesbian relationship. Yep. Um. You can tell but, he wanted to do that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but being able to uh, basically change and, and and not have to, or, or being able to not have to like worry about sticking with specific guidelines or things like that. You know, creative control and, and freedom is always a good thing. Uh, I think in any form of art, mm-hmm. which is, I think, a big reason why I really like um, Art Eight. So far, yeah. As I'm reading it, he he plays around with that and why, like, what he wants to do. And I've read like the first two chapters of Part Nine as well, just because it's you can't avoid spoilers with all the the community and everything. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. But the character caused massive controversy. Uh. I think his name is Draconia. I don't remember yes. the spelling. But you know what I, I'm talking I, about. I, I do, yes. I, I actually recently read about this. And uh, <laughs> uh, if, if you want to share your thoughts on it, uh, feel free. Um, I don't know what is canon so far because it's still in development and everything. Still coming out, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a character that is uh, extremely feminine appearance, but is identified as the main character, Joe Dio's brother. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was fucking amazing because he is completely turning whatever art medium he wants to do and not having to hold back with mm-hmm. Jonan Jump's standards and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, there, there has been, and, and just as a quick aside, there has been a lot of contention around the character as well because... Uh, right now, a lot of the community are uh, kind of dead set on the idea that the character is trans, although I don't know if that's been... Again, it's still like coming out, so I don't know if that's been stated one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know either, to be honest, but that's yeah. the one the thing that got everyone riled up, and I thought it was amazing. Mm, agreed. Speaking of... Uh... 
shows or mangas that aren't afraid to do things like that. Uh, have you ever read or watched Hunter Hunter? No, I have not. Uh, but that clown dude, oh man, he's fucking yummy looking. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. You know what? I'm kind of sad that Arden didn't get to because Arden also simps. He's okay. Yeah. No. Wow. I mean, he looks like a JoJo character for one. He, like... he kind of does. Okay, but which clown uh, does it better, Kefka or Hisoka? I'm gonna go with Hisoka. I don't have much of a marriage to Kefka because easy I mean, Kefka he's, for me. He's really cool in terms of like, like the only version of Kefka that I know is just from uh, Omega. Omega. Yeah. yeah. But Hisoka, I, I don't know. He's just I don't know anything about his personality or whatever, but he looks fucking sick. He's undefeated. <laughs> huh? No, it's, you can't get tired of him. Like you you, you got to love him. You want to hate him, but you got to you love him. Uh, <laughs> you talking about Kefka or Hisoka? Oh, Hisoka. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is he a little I, bitch in the the anime <laughs> or the manga? He he oh. is a two-timing amazing fun character to just watch. He has a bit of a problematic thing where it's just like, oh no, I'm just turned on by by fighting. But then Hell yeah. There's like some problematic possible like insinuations there. Okay. Yeah. Uh but overall, the actual just like Hunter Hunter as a story is so good. I just finished what is animated so far. I I will say as someone on the outside, uh, uh -huh. but has heard a lot of praise about Hunter Hunter. Uh, I it's kind of upsetting to hear because it's it's one of those things where it's like I really don't care for the look of the characters or the art. But I hear the story is so good, and mm. that's a, that's kind of like almost upsetting because it it seems like it'd be a, a good watch, but I just it's hard to get past the the characters and their design. I uh, I love the like looks of everything. Does Gon, is there like a time skip moment? Does he ever stop looking awful? Uh, he does look more mature after a certain point, but uh, like there's also a moment where he just completely goes full JoJo's. Okay. Yeah. Uh, while we're while we're waiting, uh, Hoshi, have you ever watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Um, <laughs> I started it, but I am nowhere near like caught up or anything. Like, right. I want to watch more eventually. I just have to have the attention span to sit and watch it. That's I did fair. enjoy what I did watch, but I, I could. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm not there. <laughs> That's fair. It's definitely a a when you watch it you you're you kind of get into it 
Yeah, I can see myself getting hooked on it. I just have to actually have the t- attention span to watch it. That's fair. That's why I I prefer watching like shows with people. Like watching it by myself, I get way too distracted. Yeah. It's honestly best to watch anime or like shows in general with somebody. I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I I unfortunately just have uh <laughs> some partners that We'll talk over the show, and I'm just like, please. I can't, I, just, I can't pull attention from both things. I would like to watch something and get hype, and someone get hype with me, so that way yeah. I'm not feeling like I'm getting hype on my own. Okay. <laughs> and then there's that thing where you're watching something that you already watched, and you're just carefully examining them, how hype they yes. are. Yes, I do that all the time. I love that shit. I do that too, but there there is a way of doing you can do that in a way that it's kind of um, annoying for some people. So mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta be careful with that. Oh yeah. You can't do the whole, all right, what did you think of that? It's like, just yeah. let them experience it. Let them experience it. And then just start to like dump their thoughts. Uh, that's, that's a good way. That's how uh, I watched chainsaw man is we watched an episode. Uh, after the episode was done, uh, we unmuted mics and then was just like, so thoughts and feelings. And I'm just like, I like the That's part when he uh, manned his chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first episode. I really want to watch it, though. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, same. it's real good. I hear it's real good. I read most I read most of the manga. I'm not caught up anymore, but I did read it before the anime came out. And I was so hyped for when the anime got announced. And I still haven't watched the anime yet because I just I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, all right, yeah. But it yeah, looks I, really good. Like it looks like I would enjoy it. I'm just really like mm-hmm. hooked on the manga so much that like I feel like I won't enjoy the anime. Yeah. Uh, if, if I ever get around to watching it, I I will definitely uh, come to you with uh, questions and feedback. Oh, yeah, good, good, good. It's <laughs> kind of how I feel about part seven, honestly. Yeah. Um Seawalker, since we've been talking about anime so much and I've already given you a recommendation. Do you have a rec- recommendation for us? Absolutely. Yeah. Are we looking for like serious? I was expecting you to say JoJo, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, JoJo's bizarre adventure. I don't know if you Oh man, it. it's a small like it sounds like a small indie company. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. The this is like kind of a silly one, but it's uh-huh. one of my absolute favorites, and it's called uh, Detroit Metal City. Oh my god! Oh, it's oh no! <laughs> I know that one. It's so fucking it's, good. It's I goofy. It. You have it's to be goofy. down for goofy. Yeah, that's why I was like, okay, are we talking about serious or not? But oh, it is. It is just such a perfect dichotomy of this small dude who just wants to play any music and this character he has to portray mm-hmm. by kicking his boss and calling him a lowly pig piece of shit and everything. Oh it's, my god. Uh, it's yeah. so good. <laughs> I actually should watch it all the way. I just watched it for like, I, I've seen some of the memes and the fact that uh, I'm pretty sure Maxim the Hormone does most of the music. If I'm I have correct, no idea, honestly, I oh. think that's 
correct. Um, yeah. Also, uh, on the topic of both uh, anime and music, uh, jumping over to JoJo, do you have a favorite uh, intro, outro? Like, yeah, what's your favorite o- OP and what's your favorite ED if you've watched the anime? This or are you one. just playing? Okay, well, favorite ending? Yeah. Obviously, part five, first half. The first half for the ending of part five. So freaking mm-hmm. you. Yep. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> some fuck music. So <laughs> that, is, that is fuck music. It is. It's, it's, that's the tone for exactly what the fuck you're getting into. <laughs> yep. Uh, favorite uh. opening. Oh, that's it's really hard. Like, I really, really love both of part fives quite a bit. Fighting Gold is really good. Oh, the other one isn't as good as Fighting Gold, but honestly, I think my absolute favorite is ah, I'm gonna have to, have to say Part Two by Coda. Part Two? Oh, Part Two is real good. Uh, Bloody Stream. Bloody yeah. Stream, yeah. Bloody Stream by Coda. Yeah, it's real good. Uh. God, they, it is a hard choice. There are so many good ones. Um, for me, I would say just because of how weird it is, um, basically from start to finish, a uh, crazy, noisy, bizarre town. Um, oh, really? Yeah, just the way it, the way it shifts throughout the uh, throughout the arc. Uh, throughout that part and then yeah. you get to the last part where it's just like now here's like the reverse breakdown of this song and it's just like oh that it's so interesting no that's that's breakdown if you're if you're thinking of the one where uh well sorry uh it just in the way that the the all the parts in that uh all, all of the uh, uh endings and openings of uh part four how they all kind of like flow together like that yeah uh, that that's what really gets me, and like it's why one of the reasons why I love the music in fourteen so much is because mm-hmm. they do a lot of that, where it's uh, reusing light motifs or um, motifs, like remixing yeah. them in a certain way. Especially like a, a good example is um, Alexander. Uh, Alexander's well. pretty good, uh, but <laughs> you'll, you'll see songs that will show up as. Um, you know, the, the, there's basically the uh, the theme of it showing up in like background, like overworld music, and then you'll go into mm-hmm. a boss fight that really heavily like underscores that thing. It's it just it's such a nice touch. <clears throat> so when it's do we get so powerful? So when do we get uh, Pulse Lahi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you say that, but it could be pretty interesting. It might be really, really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's fully uh automaton. And then you'll get to hear every venue playing it for the yeah. rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Is there any um is there any pulse remixes that uh you're no not a fan stand. of? Play Angel Wakes Me. I'm sick of hearing it. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. I uh I, I mm. prefer the unpulsed version of What Angel Wakes Me. That's Titania, correct? Yeah. The unpulsed yeah. version? Unpulsed, yeah. 
Yeah. I like the other uh, version that I like. I don't know who I forgot. Like, I don't know. Not the Pulse version, but the other remix version. I like that one a lot. But... The sine wave version. Yeah. That one. That one's real good. Yeah. Uh, I would say I'm not the Leviathan or right, through the Maelstrom one. I don't. I <laughs> yeah. don't love. Oh my god. <clears throat> it's not that great. Yeah. On the other. On the other flip side of that, uh, you can't tell me that every time I listen to Titan, every time I get into the mom van, I can't just continuously go off on how, like, hard it's it's good. <laughs> it's hard to put into words. I love the Sky Slipper, but like, it's I, I think it might be my favorite mount. But that song goes like way too hard. <laughs> it's so good. I literally Very have it good. on repeat, like <laughs> in every housing. Titan. Yeah. I think Shadowbringer was like the first expansion that I like really was super interested in and like played through it and had friends to play with and everything. I'm mm-hmm. uh, doing that fight on normal completely made all of my friends quit, so I just quit the game. No way. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh no! They, they couldn't that, take like, Car Titan. <laughs> I know, and I was like, I like, I, I, I know I could do Savage content and everything, but I don't really want to sift through and find that whole thing because the entire time was just wanted to play with the friends and everything. Yeah. Uh, but man, hearing that theme for the first time, I was like, Oh, this is sick. Mm-hmm. The, the We're on way a grid and he's up. running us over. <laughs> the, the way it builds up to that like initial scream it's it's pretty good it is really good but mm-hmm. but uh just having that for like the equivalent of a minivan mount having it play in the background for that is like it, it goes too hard for that mount nah the sky that sliver? is the that is the bat that is the biggest badass mom that there ever is that, that mom's <laughs> picking you up from soccer practice, blaring excision. <laughs> Are you talking about the the like the flying shoe mount with three people? Uh, uh, the sky slipper. It's like a boat. It's from like Eden. Hovercraft. Yeah. Let me make sure. Yeah, yeah, this one. It looks like a shoe. Yeah, I've never heard it referred to as a shoe, but yeah, I guess that's accurate. Yeah, it looks like a fucking the the Yeezy foams. Are you talking about <laughs> the Yeezys? <laughs> well, oh, okay. So, uh, me and a couple of other friends in this game at one point um, combined our mounts to make like a gross Voltron. Um, and now I have the idea to get two people each with the sky slippers, so you can do uh, like basically the the Magitek uh, Reaper, and then like the Magitek claws as like the hands, right? They can oh. get a couple of sky slippers as like the Yeezys. It's the perfect feat. <laughs> I actually have to uh. see this now. <laughs> oh man, this that... is pretty cursed. That neck has the Tims. <laughs> the cheating oh, Yeezys. <laughs> 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 the, <laughs> the beef and broccolis. <laughs> I love that meme so much. Oh, this is heavily cursed. <laughs> As all episodes of this podcast are. <laughs> I think that was True. like during the Vine era. It wasn't even TikTok. Where he's yeah, just uh, like filming this dude's Tims and they're like brown and green. 
and he's just uh-huh. squeezing the fuck out of the tongue, singing goddamn beef and broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> the the fucking era is like, I, I don't know. Oh. I, I definitely prefer it over the TikTok era, personally. Much more. Much, much more. Because there wasn't like, that much money in it. People just did it for fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there, there's still vines that I'll like think about or come back to even today. I, I don't think, yeah, Vine has definitely been cemented as the best. I'm honestly kind of glad that they didn't bring it back under the name Vine because it just would not be the same at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, TikTok is like almost banned, isn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, I, that's right. <laughs> I I think that's uh, tr- you know, people are trying to make that happen. I I don't know where yeah. that sits right now. I don't think it's going anywhere. Too many people use it. Like, agreed. A lot of people are gonna put up a big argument and big fight uh-huh. to keep it around. Yeah. Um, Congress is the one who's arguing with them, and they're all very, very not smart. And they're old. <laughs> not smart. And old. A bunch of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Guys, I found out what the oil problem is. You guys haven't died. You're still in office. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Found it out. Damn the, damn the hybrid workforce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what would you say your uh, favorite expansion from 14 is? Is it Shadowbringers or is it Endwalker? Definitely Endwalker. Oh, boy. I don't think a video game has made me like so many times uh <laughs> real shit i <laughs> you'll feel the pain soon <laughs> no listen i just unlocked my uh duty quests i don't think i'm ready <laughs> you'll feel the pain real soon because <laughs> uh, like my next uh oh. like quest <laughs> is at world's end I think. Mm. So somebody was like, "You're get ready for a time," and I was like, "Is it a good time?" And they were like, "Get ready for a time." It's a time. On <laughs> standby. Um, I, I do have to say, um, I sometimes worry not just with with you, but with people who stream themselves going through it in uh, general. They lose it if if there's something lost in that. There is. I think so. I'm all, well, I can't really confirm that. Everyone's different for sure, but... I, I think it largely depends on the community of the streamer, like, because like, different streams will have, like, the chat will kind of have its own unique personality. Yes. And, I know exactly I, what you mean. I, I think it kind of depends on your community, because, like, and I, and I, I know with, with Mindless Hero, we, we tend to and and joke around and, and try to be funny and I part of me is like worried I'm like I hope the like emotional impact isn't lost of of the game <laughs> yeah yeah I lost in a joke or something that's one thing that's yeah kind of concerning but hopefully like people will realize what party you know he's getting to yeah. and we'll like kind of chill and yeah just... <laughs> We had... I will say one of the one of the best uh, running jokes that you guys did because I did kind of stall and put it off for so long. You guys just kept 
coming into chat and being like the gates. And I was just like, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> Let me enjoy Stormblood just a little bit longer. <laughs> Gotta throw those gates wide open. Uh, that was a fun time. I, I think that's when the trolling started to pick up, though. Um, oh, yeah. But but it paid off with, like, how you guys all met me at the Kastarium at... You don't know how many times I fucking cried just from, like, seeing somebody there and, like, you guys role-playing as if you're, like, giving me a tour and stuff like that. That shit got me. That's um, hilarious. We, yeah, I, I, we did have some pretty fun moments with Shadowbringers where, um, we would uh, basically become NPCs mm. and like <laughs> just kind of like interact as if you know we're just like you know people that live there and, and stuff like that. Uh, I, I think we had some like pr- like didn't one of them make you cry? Uh, no. Like I'll... every time that I saw somebody, like I would look out for an orange name. Because it's like, oh, it's one of my friends, and I'd figure out what it is. Uh, but I think... Uh, the one that was, like, probably the closest to almost being in poor taste was after the LSA quest. Or, like, right before... Like, during the LSA quest, before you actually get the big moment, like... I learned what was going on with the Sin Eaters, and I think uh, it was either, like, Ali or Shazak that was just, like, uh, I can feel them coming, or, like, basically putting it into perspective that they were, like, becoming a, a Sin Eater, and I was just like, oh, no. Oh, uh... uh... I, I think we we had some... I think we, in, like, intentionally went darker with some of those um mm-hmm. i like we had the um the the one i played where it was the crystarium guard right after yeah. that uh big senator attack where they're just yeah, like with your oh, more stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah um uh and and it was really good because like uh i wanted to respond like in the in the rp and like in chat but i had nothing and then <laughs> something in the story I think Dancred said something in the story and I was like that's the perfect answer I'm gonna go try and find that guard again and it was just like you don't uh, you, you don't find the guard again because it's it's never that simple and I was like yeah that fits <laughs> it, 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 it was a lot of fun uh, I, I I hope you enjoy the, um, the I, I think I've done two of those now where it's like the dumb little side quests Oh, the yeah. treasure maps. Oh yeah. Um, for a bit of context on this, uh, during Shadowbringers, during kind of the slow trolley section, slow. I'll call oh, it, yeah. uh, where it's just like, hey, we, we go into the mines and, and it, like we're getting the uh, the Talos up and running again. That like that section, it's it's kind of on the slower end. So I like created a NPC basically version of my character that was a minor and it's like hey i need someone to like go in and and clear out these mines while i like grab some ore or or, you know something like that and we turn it into like a little side quest and at the end of it i I give him like a little uh quest reward which was a uh shadow (laughs) writing map 
it, it, then, it was or yeah, it was one of the treasure maps. And whenever he like opened it up, the location was pointing to the Tempest, and I'm like, oh fuck, no, <laughs> I like this. <laughs> like I wasn't there yet. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it only gives the name of it, but I was still like, yeah. oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and then we did one uh, pretty recently for Endwalker, which was getting to uh, the moon and meeting the like the Loperets. Uh, mm-hmm. And I blew two Fantasias for this, where I became a Lollafell, <laughs> so I could turn into uh, put on a Loperet cosplay. <laughs> That's amazing. Is it, the it, Malala I, only spot in Shadowbringers? I I'm, so before I, I went back. Before I went back uh, to uh, a different race, I did go and check out the Lala only spots. It's They're so pretty weird. cool. I really <laughs> want to do like an event in there and like a DJ in there. Oh, <laughs> you, you only. Yeah. Uh, just call it Lollapalooza. <laughs> oh my god, that's actually really good. <laughs> and the only the only people that can show up in person are Lollafells. Exactly. Well, part, <laughs> part of me is that because if you're not a Lollafell, you could still like look in yeah, from you the just window. Turn, yeah, you just turn into the stream. Nothing well, like well, that. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, like physically, you can go and like peek in the windows and just yeah. see it like flooded with Lollafell. I think that would be <laughs> really funny. That would be really good. That's a great idea. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, Lollapalooza. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd probably have to be careful with the naming there. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Fuck 12. <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese have an interesting, uh... Censor. Culture uh, for venues. We recently, like, became friends with someone that is actually from Japan and plays on the Japanese server, and he's a DJ. Uh, and Ooh. apparently, like, the venue community there is, it's not very popular, it's pretty new, mm-hmm. uh, but the culture that they have there is you don't stream the game at all, because it's, like, disrespectful to the developers. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that's, a, that's an interesting perspective, but I, I think, um, given how, not that I'm an expert on, uh, you know, uh, the Japanese player base, but I think given what I've heard about the Japanese player base for 14, I think that tracks with um, similar stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't play oh, any Final cool. Fantasy music at all. You, like, all the venue flyers, it'll just have G-posing, no Final Fantasy logos or anything. They still put, like, the, the Square Enix trademark logo in every single event flyer that they have. I I will say I personally think people in uh like EU and NA should do that because it's yeah. like hey this is a thing for a video game you should probably be like hey this is you know like put in like the logo I I think that's the least people could do Hold on did I put in the logo did I put in the logo in the Mimi uh Mimi the the the, the <laughs> meme uh <laughs> The meme wedding invitation because I know I had fucking patch like five point three or something in there because it was like the the vow. I attended that wedding. There was a meme wedding invitation. I didn't see it. You didn't see it? No. 
Steve Walker, did you remember that? Uh, I think part? I said to it. Uh, Theo and Val's wedding, and I said like the meme flyers that had like uh the heading was all wrong everything was just oh i think it I was cursed that. yeah that was funny this does make me want to go and check out like what's a what's a japanese venue like it's a lot different That's, um, oh, their okay. housing is uh way better than ours yeah um less people are into it uh and it's very there's like lots of culture driven stuff that they all do like if someone says kampai or whatever like everyone has to do the like the champagne emote thing that's pretty fun though yeah it is it's very cool it's kind of like how they have like the glow sticks at concerts and stuff how Mm -hmm. they have this group participation mentality uh, it's, yeah, that's... it's really cool oh that's that's very interesting also for some reason this conversation makes me think of the um uh the like i guess uh, best way to put this would be um uh the the emote video um that's that's sort of like a uh not really an animation, but it's. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word where it's like video game kind of. Uh, uh, machinima. Machinima. That's it. Oh wow, that totally escaped my my brain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the uh, machinima emote, which is like kind it's of a really music good. video, kind of a little little story. It's super emotional. Like oh that 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 Love thing it. made me cry. The, um, the Wallafell story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The That's, uh, have you seen incredible. that, Mindless? I don't think I have. It's oh. so like it hurts a little bit. I'll send it to you after this. It's real good. It's like kind of kind of hurts to watch because like mm-hmm. gets sad, but it like it's it's real good. Okay, so now that we're uh, getting ready to fight the last boss, I finally got to pull this uh, this out of my hat since you've already you know answered mo- most of the questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about Ram Ranch? because <laughs> mm. i love it I, it really rocks I don't, it, it really rocks <laughs> uh not to like i don't know if pull. yeah use all the pomanders yeah use Just all the pods <laughs> uh i when when do you think was the first time that you've ever been asked to play Ram Ranch. Oh, I remember this very, very <laughs> specifically. Is it? Was it because of what? Was it all the uh, uh, Femboy Hooters? Yes, it was. So it was <laughs> us. Oh, I am so sorry. That's y'all. <laughs> that was us. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was definitely y'all. Yeah, because we <laughs> went to like, one party, and I was just like, "Hey, you should play Ram Ranch," and it's kind of become like a. Th- a thing with you hasn't it it has it has it's turned into like a brand identity because i don't think anyone else one knows the meme knowledge behind ram ranch or really has uh 
the balls to do it honestly <laughs> you the fact that you mixed it just blows <laughs> the, me away rich mix is incredible i yes. love it personally <laughs> i've been holding on to that ever since i was like i can get you on the podcast i have to let you know that it was us <laughs> i had no idea i didn't know it was y'all that's so funny yep. yeah <laughs> we uh, showed we... up to a venue uh we put on the uh God, we put on the Femboy Hooters outfits. Yep. It was it was just like a whole gang of y'all. And it's funny. Yep. Oh shit. Uh, it's funny because uh that um venue you guys were at Tartarus, that's like mm-hmm. the very first venue that I played at. And <laughs> I wouldn't be DJing if it wasn't for them because the owner of that venue, I was he was in my static. And I was like, uh, you should let me DJ there for for fun. Let's just see how it works or whatever. Like, okay, yeah, yeah let's do it. Oh, and that's so, sick. So that's like the very first venue I've been at. I had my like one year anniversary there. Still very good friends with the owner and everything. Yeah. And the first time I played Ram Ranch, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really awesome. Um, oh, yeah. Also, uh, whenever we uh, finish this set, we usually uh, line up and do a, a little. Uh, G pose if you want to yep. come up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You've been uh, uh, <laughs> deep in the dungeon with a with a Tomberry. I hope you know this whole time. Not a Lollafell, just Tomberry. Uh, if you have a specific emote you want to use, uh, feel free to go for it. I love the Black Ranger emotes. It's oh, they're so good. But yeah, um, drink tea the uh, <laughs> the whole. Uh, <laughs> The the whole um, Finboy Hooters thing, uh, we had a thing where we, I don't think we've done it in a while, but uh, no. we would dress up in, in our dumb little outfits and it's like, okay, let's hit up like venues and just kind of be dumb and pass out food food <laughs> to people. Like like we would come in and give people food for free and mm-hmm. uh, one, one of our uh, friends passes out cheesecake he always has cheesecake so he just hands it out to people Mm -hmm. uh so so we would hit up a couple of like venues and just randomly um you know hang out be stupid do that and i think that's how we came across you is is just uh we were hopping around that night and uh we just happened upon that venue and your Mm -hmm. stream and it's like okay well requests are happening so let's see if we can get ram ranch well, that that wasn't the first time that I ran into Seawalker. I was out venue hopping on my own, and I ran into Seawalker. And uh, I think that was the first time that I like basically was like, "You guys have to listen to this DJ." The fact <laughs> that like legit DJs not just pulls up a playlist on Spotify and then goes, "Haha, I'm DJing." <laughs> uh, oh. Like you would mix, and you had like little bits where you would actually uh play with the the controller like oh, yeah. your actual mm. like oh. i immediately knew i was just like okay one <laughs> super awesome uh super awesome person and two can we bully you into playing ram <laughs> ranch and it worked <laughs> yeah um by the way, there was actually a question I had meant to ask earlier, uh, and then mm-hmm. I and I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I am curious. Um, so, Twitch streaming and DJing is is definitely a thing. I think it's exploding in the venue community right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But what are your thoughts on that versus uh, like bards who will just go and play like, you know, uh, a group of them will get together and like form a little band and then like play uh, songs that way. Uh, I kind of miss the bard presence, honestly. Mm. Um, there are still a lot of places that do that. Mm. And I think they are a perfect fit for the part of the community that likes to keep things within game and keeps it within the RP realm, like mm-hmm. the cafes and the, 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 the places that aren't just like get drunk nightclubs, nightclubs. Yeah. Yeah. Super high energy all the time, which is like what everyone wants to do. Apparently I but, absolutely, yeah, I absolutely yeah. love the, like if it if it fits in Lord to better have a bard, you have the bards. Like yep. I love the medieval, like, bars the taverns the the things like that not just this nightclub yeah this uh like it was usually like a a tradition a long time ago i'm not even sure if they exist but Mm -hmm. after sets i would always go uh with my friends after like a long set to this place called witch's cauldron and it's just this tiny small little like evil warlock but also small and charming bar where they have a bard and like tarot cards and everything and like they they're always like slightly hinting that there are just corpses under the basement from failed (laughs) experiments and everything and it was like Uh, the perfect place to just decompress and not be in this high energy environment all the time yep yeah that that actually sounds really cool i think i might have been to that one before i've been to a couple of the uh some of the smaller venues, there's something to be said about some of the smaller venues, um, mm. like little cafes and, and taverns and things like that. I love them. Uh, there was there was one I went to that was a legitimate pizzeria, and it was it was a blast. Oh god, <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember Aorzean uh, Olive Garden? We went. Yes. <laughs> we went to a place that was like, uh, I think it was called like, it was something to do with like Viper, and it was like in Gradania. And I I was like, I want to essentially just RP a buffoon. Like the, the goofiest lad that you could ever Okay, uh, so see. not RPing, got it. Well yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. All right, you got me. <laughs> but I was wearing like the chocobo head and the just this like lavish set of armor, and I was just like, where do you keep the snakes that you put the venom in your drinks? And they were like, we don't have any snakes because this person was uh, RPing as a Aura that was in the water, like the, the waterborne Aura. And I hadn't been to there yet. And they were like, we have this jellyfish. And I was like, I'll take it. And they were like, you just want the jellyfish? And I was like, yes, I will drink the jellyfish. And they gave it to <laughs> so me. Dope. They they were, they were, su- I love when uh, people lean into the more goofy RP side. I love it. That's oh, yeah. that's one of my favorite. It, that's, yeah, because I, I used to play a lot of D and D, and I used to DM a lot. And that's like the the number one rule I had when I was DMing is that like pissy and annoying shopkeepers are not fun. No. Also, always goofy RPing is so much fun. Uh, we need to have you on the uh, podcast again because next time we'll have to do Heaven on High, and you just set off. I, I hope you know you stepped on a landmine. You started talking about D and D, also <laughs> a DM, and, and Morningstar is also a DM. Really good one too. Oh man, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm giving Master you the running deep dungeon. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, how many D's can we can we make this like the D five? 
Listen, it's already. Let's D3. make it a D twenty. Hey, let's. <laughs> How many you know D's what? can we get? You know what? I think that's. I think that's a perfect <laughs> little uh, segment to end off on. All right, Seawalker. Uh, do you have anyone that one you want to shout out, and two that we can send this raid to? Oh, send a raid to. Yes. Oh, I have not. Let me let me check. Uh, yeah. in, in terms of shout outs, um, probably DJ Connie-san. That's the uh, the Japanese DJ that I mm-hmm. was talking about. Um, he's like newer and getting his foot in the door for streaming over here in like EU and NA territory. Mm-hmm. So big, uh, big shout out to him. In terms of rating, I I'm not sure actually. I I mean, send the stream raid over to. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> I'm like looking at who's online right now. <laughs> who's your favorite top tier ultimate no zoom uh, NSFW mods on Raider? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's just so many tags, all of which I hate. No zoom. No, no zoom. zoom. <laughs> oh, oh, that's awful. That's funny. I'd say dealer's choice, honestly. Dealer's choice. All right. Then I am going to find someone to go into. And I'd like to thank you again for uh, joining. Oh, for sure. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. It was uh, very nice having you. Yeah. All right. Uh, Also, big big shout-outs to Hoshi for filling in for Arden. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for doing that. Yes, it's been fun. All right, we're gonna <laughs> might as well raid. If I could keep, if he can do the thing, yeah. If I could just do the thing, <laughs> that would be great. Uh... It'd be really great if he could do the it... thing. Yeah. You could just do the thing. There we go. We got the raid. Cool <laughs> deal. All right. Uh, we'll probably get a hold of you whenever we decide to start doing some uh, season two. Um, okay. We'll get you on for Heaven on High and definitely talk about D&D. For sure. Sounds good. Uh, but yeah, thank you for stopping by. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Yep. Bye. 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 All right. Take care. Hey, we did it. And we, we definitely recorded that, right? Yes. <laughs> that would be tragic. Oh yeah, absolutely tragic. All right.